0: Welcome to the Community Karma Podcast with Aaron Jones and Carrie Hill. Join in as they discuss building community, branding, and how any business can benefit from a holistic approach to growth. Hey,
1: everybody, welcome to episode eight of the Community Karma Podcast. What you intended is not always what they perceive, right? <laughs> hey, Aaron, how Absolutely. are you?
0: Absolutely.
1: I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, we thought this was kind of a timely topic. Um, we we're seeing some interesting ad campaigns coming out. and um,
0: Oh, good Lord. Yes, <laughs> yes,
1: we are. And it seems like uh, brands sometimes get a little bogged down in uh, this is what we meant. Um, mentality and they don't really take into account what the public at large may perceive from that campaign and yeah, but so if you have
0: to explain it it's probably already too late
1: yep <laughs> so Erin and I thought we'd take a few minutes and just give some tips for sort of um, vetting your campaign ideas um, and and not just campaign ideas. I mean, this could be applied to your social media posts, responses to your reviews. I mean, there's a lot of places where this perception versus intention concept comes into play.
0: Definitely, and there, you know, we have seen. Oh my gosh, you could probably write a book on all of the times that a brand thought that they were posting or responding to something tongue in cheek or very cutely and it was Mm -hmm. taken completely the wrong way and you know fixing that kind of mistake is costly both in your fan base and in dollars so you really want to be careful about what you're putting out there into the world
1: right because you may have had the best of intentions or thought you were being really funny or sarcastic and it goes with your brand message or whatever and that's great but if if the intended audience does not get it um you're in a world of hurt and now Absolutely. you have to backtrack and and if that's where you want to live if you want to live on the edge and you want to you know be edgy and say sarcastic things and and try edgy campaigns that's fine but i think that you have to be prepared right away Absolutely. like before you release it if, if you're going to release something edgy, you so, I, I think you should probably brainstorm like the worst feedback you could possibly think of from that campaign and come up with some responses to it.
0: And know um, that it'll be worse. You know, yeah. <laughs> the worst thing you can imagine, somebody out there is going to outdo you, I promise. Um, there there are a couple things that you should absolutely keep in mind when you're putting content out, especially onto social media. The average mm-hmm. social media user operates at about a third grade grammar level. So I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that they're not intelligent. But, you know, between being distracted, being in a hurry, and being in a place that they usually go to decompress, you Mm -hmm. have like point three seconds to get their attention and the level that they are often perceiving at. And I'm not saying this is everyone, you know, different audiences have different Senses of humor and maturity levels, like Carrie said, an edgier brand is going to probably have an edgier audience so they can get away with a little bit more. Um, But those are two things that you really want to keep in mind, because if you're trying to be edgy in a highbrow way, um, you're cutting a lot of people out of your audience just in your phrasing and what kind of wording you're using. Um, So there are a lot of things to keep in mind here.
1: Well, sure. And if, you know, if your edgy audience or, you know, 16, 17, 18-year-old boys, um, who's paying for all of their crap? It ain't them. It's their mommy. <laughs> and exactly. if your campaign pisses mommy off, she ain't paying for it. <laughs> so, for sure. you, know, you got to think about not only who your audience is, but who's paying for it <laughs> on that exactly. end as well. And-
0: you know, that's a good point. And I know I haven't seen any recent numbers, but I know at the last time I checked, something like 70% of online purchases were made by women in a household. So just like you said, mom, um, mm-hmm. you know, whether she's ordering something that her husband asked her to pick up or something for the family as a whole, or for kids, their friends, whoever it is, we're right back to the mom test. You know, yep. we've, we've been saying if, if grandma wouldn't like it, don't do it. That's kind of, similar to the mom test if you are concerned about mom raising an eyebrow when you post something maybe mm-hmm. reconsider what you're putting out there
1: especially if you expect her to pay for it
0: <laughs> yeah and you know most of us are in the online space to make money I know mm-hmm. there are some very fortunate souls out there who get to just be in a philanthropic space or you know being online for fun but I have as no a brand, idea what that would be like Me either. No. And you know, working with a variety of brands, Carrie, I know that you've done this as well. It's really fun for me to develop different voices for different brands and get to almost get into character when I'm working on those profiles because I do, Mm -hmm. I have one brand that's a little bit more gritty and we get away with, with a lot more, frankly, But then I have other brands that are really into charity organizations or the the local community that that really need to be kind of a a representative of their community. And that requires you being a little bit more careful even than your audience is.
1: Right. And so I think the lesson is if you're creating, when you create a campaign, if it's not 100% very straightforward, this is what we mean, this is what we intend, like, No doubt about it. You need to have some kind of a focus group to run it by. And I'm not talking about the people that sit in your office. Um, You know, you, you need to have a group of people that are diverse that you can ask, hey, what's your first impression of this? Give me a five second test on it. What do you think? And then take their feedback to heart. Um, You don't know if something you say may offend somebody that lives in a different city or a different state or they're a different ethnicity or a different gender, or maybe they just have a different sense of humor and, and don't get it. Maybe you're dry and they're not or something like that. So I think if you're going to even kind of move in the direction of being edgy or humorous or sarcastic. It really, you really need to do a very thorough sniff test on it to make sure you're not making a faux pas. Um, I, you know, I think the, one, the thing that comes to mind, the reason why we started this conversation was the most recently released State of South Dakota campaign about meth awareness. I think their slogan is meth, I'm on it. Like who thought that was a great idea? I just can't. And I get that they're you and I get that they're saying I'm on it from a, I'm, I'm on it. I'm committed to taking care of it. I, I'm, I want to take care of it kind of deal. But to somebody who's lost someone from a meth overdose, that kind of tongue in cheek stuff. Logan I just I don't brook with it I think that was a poor choice in my
0: opinion I do too and and we're talking social media ads billboards physical Mm -hmm. billboards if you're doing 80 on the highway and you see a picture of a farmer that says meth I'm on it on a billboard where does your mind go first not I'm on taking care of the problem Mm -hmm. you know so I I am amazed that this got approved on so many levels and the, the amount of money they're putting behind it. I mean, this is a multi-million dollar campaign. And I think they had just under $500,000 budgeted for the I'm on it part of the campaign. So mm-hmm. first of all, who are they hiring to do this marketing? Because I'm raising my hand right now. Right. I was going to say, um, give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> right? And second of all, I, I did find out that they hired a firm out of Michigan. And if you're spending that much money for a local campaign this would have been a really good opportunity on another side of their branding to hire at least an in-state firm to show that their taxpayers money is going back into their state like I I was kind of surprised that they pulled someone out of you know another state and this wasn't anything that knocked my socks off. You know, I could understand if it were the most mind blowing campaign I'd ever seen in my life, but Mm -hmm. this definitely doesn't make me want to go to South Dakota.
1: Well, and then we saw another example of Rhode Island had a campaign. um, I don't even remember the slogan, but the logo was, it looked to me like a shark fin. Apparently it was supposed to be a sail. And I'm like, so does this mean if I get in the water, I'm gonna get eaten? Like, that was my first impression of it. <laughs>
0: Come who to built Rhode Island. this? don't go home. <laughs>
1: right? Like who who and and all of the committees that this went through that it got approved in. But then we go back to the like what we talked about in one of our very first episodes, the Ernst and Young debacle with the training that was so sexist. Um and and that went through lawyers and committees and everything. And I think that you know, even when you when you do have a sniff test, you need to do another one and another one and another one. Um, and it can, I mean, that's the cost of trying to be edgy, I think.
0: it's Yeah, and I think you should ask your most critical community member, someone that you know mm-hmm. isn't going to tell you it's good because they're afraid they'll get fired if they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the, I'm on the board of a charity that gets dresses for teenagers for dances, and we recently just implemented a teen advisory board. So we pulled Mm -hmm. two students from all of the local high schools and they tell us like, Hey, that's super lame. Don't put that ad out because no teenager is going to respond to it. So not Mm -hmm. just offensive things, but also things to attract your audience. You know, if you are not your ideal demographic, find some people who are and ask their opinion and find people that will tell you the truth. You know, I, uh, When Uh I was naming my children, I asked my teenage nephews about some name ideas like, hey, what awful nicknames can you take out of this name? (laughs) Um, And they'll tell (laughs) you, you know, find somebody that's going to tear your idea to the ground. And if they can't find anything wrong with it or at the bare minimum, if they can arm you with some Mm -hmm. ideas of what you're going to have to respond to, that's going to help you a lot on the front end.
1: Yeah, I think so. And I think so that that sniff test on multiple levels, um, you know, there's a lot of ways you could there, there are services out there that you can hire that do these things, you can do a Google survey, there's a lot of different things you can do to kind of vet your idea and try and 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 you know decide is this a good idea is this not a great idea should i think about this a little bit longer um i liked your what you said in the pre-talk aaron you said when in doubt leave it out like (laughs) if you're not sure you should say it the answer is probably no
0: (laughs) yeah because you're someone who likes the idea and if you have questions about it someone who's offended or ticked off by it or just doesn't like your brand and wants to make you look bad is going to eat you alive
1: Right. And if and if you do leave it in, like we said at the beginning, you need to be prepared to deal with the fallout. You need to have somebody who's got thick skin and can just, you know, come right back with some responses that you've thought of. I'm not saying that you copy and paste the same response over and over and over again. But, you know, script yourself a little bit, say, how do how so when people come at us with this, this is terrible. How do we respond to that? Should we respond to that? At what point do we respond to that? Like, I feel like there's definitely, a, you need to have a plan if that's the avenue you're going to go down.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, this isn't your typical, hey, our company is doing something tough that we know we're going to have blowback on. This is some sort of campaign or post or something. So you need to have quick, snappy responses because, again, mm-hmm. this is quick people aren't spending a lot of time reading a four paragraph essay on why you decided this campaign was a good idea mm-hmm. so be ready to say you know hey if, if your brand is edgier this isn't burger king you can't always have it your way is a response but again yeah. be ready because you know 50 people in your audience are going to find it hilarious, but there's probably going to be four or five that are going to give you a run for your money as far as having to craft responses. So,
1: well, and nobody's faster on the, on the response than somebody who's offended. Right. Right. (laughs) The people who think it's funny are going to laugh and go on by the people who are offended are the ones that are going to roast. you.
0: Absolutely. And you've definitely got to be prepared for that. You know, our local school district, it doesn't matter what they post, you know, whether, especially with weather. So if there's a snow day, half of the audience, hey, thanks for keeping our kids safe, the other half of the audience, when I was a kid, there were never snow days. And then if they say, okay, well, the next time it snows, they don't call a snow day, half of the audience, why are you putting our children in harm's way just to get them to school? Do you have quotas that you have to meet? And the other half of the audience is like, that's right, toughen these kids up, you know, like, there are going to be things that you can never win. And right. I think going into that with an awareness is really good, because then you don't get upset every time people are piling onto you. Um, you know, there, there are industries in different positions where that's going to happen. If you can avoid it, great. If you can't, this is a really good time, as we've mentioned before, to be prepared and have those responses crafted so that you're not At the 11th hour trying to respond to 50 angry people and to the people who are happy you know you want to be able to maintain that level head and reply to both
1: for sure and i think you know again this goes to like review responses um you know if if you're going to respond to somebody um that's left you maybe a less than great review um you know and you want to get a little snarky a little edgy you really need to gauge that if that's a good idea or not. Now, if you're a snarky, edgy brand and, um, you know, like maybe Duluth Trading, I've used those a few times, but they have pretty humorous slogans and things they say in response to like pull up your panties George or something like that when George is complaining you know I just I find that funny but not everybody would and so you know if you're gonna do it you gotta do it but you gotta be prepared for it not to be everybody's cup of tea
0: exactly well I think
1: we've beat this horse to death Erin (laughs) I don't know (laughs) that was probably wasn't the best way to end an episode but um (laughs)
0: just the abrupt stop um if anyone is offended by that please send us responses privately in email so that we don't have to deal with the social media fallout
1: (laughs) i was joking really i don't (gasps) eat animals we don't Um, hurt horses or my very spoiled dogs or anybody (laughs) thank you she so much for this violent i'm not i'm really not i hate conflict even with my cat <laughs> thank you so much everybody for listening to this very strange episode of the community <laughs> karma podcast It'll once get again Stay tuned. Yeah, one, once again aaron and i are real people living a real life over here um, if you have any feedback, suggestions, um, any other tips you might have for dealing with perception versus intention, we'd love to hear about it. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. We'd happy be happy to... Um, um have you there if you want to send us a a join notice um i'm sure aaron will approve that because i don't know how
0: um you have to be awesome to be in the group
1: oh i forgot there's criteria awesomeness and wine apparently because i'll figure out how to let you in for a glass of wine so (laughs) yeah
0: and just don't be a jerk we're pretty cool
1: so come hang out with us and have a great day, everybody. We'll see you on the next episode of the Community Karma Podcast. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe via iTunes, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to sign up for reminders via the website, communitykarmapodcast.com. See you next time.